0: Hey, welcome back! Another day, another vlog. Wow, what a what a twenty-four hour session! Um, yeah, huge huge night last night, obviously for Canon fans. I'm obviously a Canon user. Um, I'm a, I don't mind them. I'm good. I'm not really fussed. I just went the M50, and I've moved gone from there. I think the M50 is fantastic, and. Yeah, this is the new girl, which I've now got the battery to work. I uh, turned the switch on. There's two switches. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome back into another day, another vlog. Uh, some fun stuff happening. I uh, did some clean-out today. I got the instruction manual and started playing around with this. And I got to work, I've got to do some more reading. Obviously, it's not like a normal camera. It's a little bit more advanced. Quite funny, I thought. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, a bit of a clean up, I've done a bit, bit of clean up around here, a bit of a tidy up, it was a bit messy, There's had crap everywhere, so I wanted to sort of set the studio up, I guess it's where I work every day, so try and clean it up a little bit and get it a bit more neat and tidy for you, yeah, I think that was, yeah, uh, video wise, I got a heap of work done on the photos last night, um, some really nice photos in the ne- next batch, Uh, So, I've got to do some more on that this afternoon and I want to look at the unboxing videos today and try and sort that out tonight. So, heap more work up. May not be one tomorrow morning video wise, but um, yeah, maybe early next week I should have another video out. So, not far away. Um, Hopefully, I can get a bunch of these unboxing ones sort of done and dusted and punched out to you. So, yeah, looking all, all pretty good in that regards. Uh rightio. now also what else has happened over the weekend, I got an email back from Dana Boots. Uh, I hit him up about possible affiliate links or whatever to sort of give these guys something and they were really, really awesome. Um, uh, they said they don't do sponsorships and stuff like that, but they were happy to uh, give us a discount code for you guys and to give you a chance for, to try and try something and get a decent deal on them. So That code will be down below on each of the videos. I've also put it over on the Dana boot review video as well. Uh, again, I don't get anything out of it. It's, mate, it's just a discount for you guys. But uh, I'm pretty happy to put that forward and if you want to go and give them a crack, uh, I think you'll find that they're really, really nice boots. So if you're doing a bit of hiking, uh, do a fair bit of bushwalking or city work and water, rain, stuff like that, and you need a reliable, comfortable boot, definitely worth going and give them a crack. Uh, They've got a heap of of different varieties, colours and flavours. I'm sure you'll find something out there and um, yeah, thought you might want to know that might be quite handy. So yeah, link will be down below in all the new videos and also on that Dana video. Uh, If you do want to use that one, uh, make sure you chuck it in there. If there's anywhere in there that says how did you find out, just uh, say uh, 34Media sent you. That'd be much appreciated. Rightio, um, obviously we're just going to go straight in. There's there's some other stuff I'm going to lead into at the end of that, but let's just get straight into the Canon. The Canon R5R The Canon R5 release basically, let's let's just call it that. Um, Monster release, it was, uh, once Canon had gone live, pretty much all the reviews started dropping. Uh, Pin McKinnon did the R5, R6. There wasn't many lens reviews as such, uh, outside of Canon. Um, And as well with the printer, there wasn't anything as such outside of the release. There was no mention in the Canon show about the battery grips were supposed to be released um, so that was a little bit disappointed. They did mention them but there was no pictures, specs, no nothing about the Wi-Fi version against the normal version uh, which we've talked about uh, I think yesterday so they still come in as far as I know but did nothing on the battery grips as in the show last night. They did go through all the lenses and talked about them and the different aspects of them. Uh, we're going to start off with the big boy, the R5. Uh, pretty much everything, every spec that we talked about pretty much is locked in and locked out. So there wasn't no real surprises in regards to the specs for the R5. Pretty much everything was confirmed. Um, same with the R6, pretty much confirmed on that. Now, the differences between the both, the main ones are obviously 8K, that's the big difference. There's no RAW in the R6, um, and the screen size, I think it's 3.2 inch screen where the R6 is a three inch screen, so That was probably the main thing and the megapixels just for the sensors. So the R5 is a 45 megapixel sensor and the R6 is a 20 megapixel. So either either is good but I guess if you compare it to the Sony which is the main competitor, the A7R4 is a 45 megapixel type sensor so your R5 is going to match up against that. And then I guess your A7III which would be similar to the R6, I think that's around a 20 megapixel or somewhere around that mark. So Obviously that, that's the two, for the photography side, those two different ones, um, R5 is gonna be, well for that 45 megapixel sensor, it would be fantastic for the landscape, but not necessary 100%, The uh, but the 20 megapixel is still quite adequate and we're still gonna get amazing uh, images out of them. Now the R5 dy- dynamic range wise, the, R6 is going to be one stop better. Oh, sorry, is going to be sorry the same as the 1DX Mark III. So if you've seen one of those and done any reviews and seen the images out of them, basically R6 is going to have that same. So I'm assuming that R6 is the same sensor as the 1DX Mark III. That's a 20 megapixel. So I. would Be safe in saying that that's what that is. The R5 they're saying is gonna be one stop better in dynamic range. What that really means, I'm not 100% sure. Basically it's gonna be better. So thing. so that's pretty good. In dynamic range, that's sort of the big thing, I guess in the last, everyone's got a lot else, but that you can definitely tell the difference between brands when it gets to dynamic range and being able to walk in and out of shadows when you're vlogging or filming, uh, that's when that dynamic range really hits home. So anything they can do to increase that and make it better is obviously definitely better. So if you're definitely on the video side, I guess realistically, you're not gonna go anywhere else other than the 8K uh, or the R5, sorry, with that 8K and stuff. Now, some interesting stuff I found out today. Um, There's only 8K is the only one in RAW. There's no RAW for the 4K on the on the R5. So when they say 8K RAW, yeah, that's fantastic. You'd sort of just assume that everything below it's gonna have RAW. Well, apparently, no, it doesn't. The 4K uh, does not do RAW, which is a little strange. Also, on the 8K that only records on it onto a CFS Express card, so if you haven't, obviously that's a that's one of the, one we've talked about for a while. Having one CFS Express and one SD card, really don't see the thing. And this also now comes more into the action. The fact that the main reason you're going to have it is either for the high image thing and for the also for the um, AK recording and stuff. But you can only record it to one card, so the SD card is pretty much redundant. Um, If you've got 45 megapixel uh, photos, you're gonna be punching onto an SD card, unless you've got like a 500 gig one, it's really gonna just smash that to bits. So very, very strange, again, that they've got those setups, whether there's a firmware update that's gonna come in and let you change that to record to the SD card. We've talked in the last week or so about the fact that SD card's been upgraded, and they're going to bring it in, so it's going to basically become as fast as the CFexpress cards with that new um, uh, architecture or, or setup they're going to be doing from the SD guys. So that's sort of a little bit interesting too. But yeah, I did find it a little bit weird that you couldn't do the 4K in RAW. So that that's weird, and also that CFexpress card is still a bit of a sticking point. If your main features of a camera can only use one card, why would you put another card? Why wouldn't you make it like everyone would thought and go twin Safe Express cards? We did talk yesterday about the Nikon having dual cards. I'm assuming they're smart enough to know, well, you either do one or the other. One of each is pretty ridiculous. The R6 is twin SD cards, like you know what you've got, this is where it's at. Beautiful. Okay, two cards. You can record. You can do all that stuff. All in one hit. So that's fantastic. I just don't understand their reasoning, but behind those cards, having opposite cards, and especially now with one feature, the main feature, this is the big selling point, not being able to record to a SD. It's very, very weird. What else have we got? AK Raw Thirty. Temperature wise, there was some temperature stuff coming out, 8K RAW, 30 uh, frames a second, you can do that for 20 minutes, that's pretty good, that's not too bad, that's gonna smash out a mega bucket full of data anyway to your one card, so I don't think you have to worry about that. Your 4K, which is not in RAW obviously, so it'll be a little bit less, um, that's 30 to 35 minutes, so you're an extra 15 minutes if you're punching 4K on to the R5. Now also the other good thing i did see on peter mckinnon's review was the silent shutter was exceptional that electronic shutter compared to the r6 uh the r5 one is pretty much you cannot hear a thing it was just the slightest little and that was it uh the r6 on the electronic it was like a so you definitely hear it. You could definitely hear it if you were in earshot of it. Where that R5 one was just ridiculously. Basically, it wasn't even a sound. So that was very, very cool. I thought, um, especially if you're wedding photographers and stuff like that, where you want to get up close and personal, where people are maybe possibly recording speeches or vows. The last thing you want is in the background is. So I thought that was really, really cool and really well done. Now, on the R6 side, on the, also on the focus side, let's talk about the focus side, 100% of the frame. So normally 90%, you sort of get this sort of box around here and you can, in there, well now, basically anywhere you can touch on that screen is a focus point, which is insane, awesome. How good is that to be able to just basically just hike in if you've got stuff here and you wanna put just change up your focal areas and spots, I think that's pretty cool. Um, A very, very nice job on that one. Uh, Eye face, and and that's for eye face and body uh, detection, that's 100%. So very, very good job on that. Now, price wise come out um, and this is, again, I'm not sure if people in this day and age, surely these companies understand that Everyone goes onto the websites and checks every other country and checks prices. I don't think Canon does. (laughs) It's very weird because uh, R5, Canada, $5,400 for the body. That's 5,700 Australian. In Australia, from Canon, $7,099. That's $1,400 difference, which is just bloody ridiculous. Now the only difference is you're gonna to have to pay from, I can buy, so basically I can buy it direct from Canon in Canada, pay for shipping, which is probably gonna be 50, 100 bucks for like an express courier, and 10%, which is gonna be maybe four 500 bucks. You're still saving a $1,000. Really? Um, I'm not sure what canon Australians go there. Surely we're not paying an extra $1,000 for a warranty. Um, that's pretty darn insane. You're going to have it insured with your house anyway. Good luck getting, I've never seen anyone get warranty anyway on anything. You're going to have it insured for either your travel insurance when you're working, your work travel insurance when you're working and running around, your house insurance, or it's going to be insured one of the other ways. The warranty really doesn't really make much of a sense to you. And to have to pay an extra thousand bucks on top, uh, that's pretty darn ridiculous. So I don't know what's going on there. And then I also looked at DigiDirect straight away on Instagram, they were punching out their sales for it and it was $600 cheaper than Canon Australia, who they have to buy it off. Um, That if someone can explain to me the... uh, how how that's feasible and what Canon Australia why they are so much more expensive than any other country? Um, I really don't know. Um, yeah, we've got a GST included in it, but that's no difference. Um, so does Canada? That's all. Canada's pretty much dollar for dollar, um, apart from the exchange rate. They're a little tiny bit better, and then it's just freight to get over. So if you if you were travelling to Canada, you could walk in, get it buy it and still be covered and i'm sure canon worldwide is going to give you some sort of warranty if you're buying it so if you're traveling to canada obviously not at the moment uh, a little bit uh, pandemic issues in the way of that but flying to canada or someone that lives in canada could send it over why wouldn't you you're saving fifteen hundred dollars that's three cfs express cards which you need for it anyway so that is a massive saving um, I, I really don't understand that. And the same, same for the R6. That was 3,500 Canadian dollars, thirty-seven hundred Australian. That's the direct transfer cost. But to buy it from Canon Australia, forty-seven fifty. So that's another three, another eleven hundred, or another thousand and fifty dollars on top. I just so realistically, if you want one of these cameras, unfortunately, I had to say, it, Canon Australia. Don't buy it from Australia. Uh, you can get a better deal direct from a Canon agent in Canada, uh, and probably America. If the American conversion was pretty much the same, so yeah, very disappointing in that. Um, not very impressive at all. Um, bit of price gouging it looked like, um, and I hate to I hate to see that happen. That's, and especially nowadays, like there's no way they don't think people are going to check on the prices. Um, so I. I Someone can explain me how they think that's okay. Um, I'd love to know because, yeah, that's got me befuzzled. Right, uh, lenses, going to the lenses. Basically, all the specs you've seen, we've talked about them. They were all dumped out this week, so not much to learn about them. They all do look pretty good. Um, <clears throat> They, talk, they talked a lot about, oh, sorry, I do want to talk quickly, uh, and we're we'll talking about it during the lenses, stabilisation, and with the lenses, With the, they talked about the 800, the 600, the 100, the 500, and that um, while they're travelling and doing handheld shots. So stabilisation is that good. It's basically uh, one lady that was Austria doing canyoning, and she had the R5 uh, with a, I think it was a, I think it's a 100 to 500. Pretty sure it was that lens. But anyway, basically, she was doing handheld shots for two seconds, razor sharp. That's how good the stabilization. Two seconds, that's like ND filter waterfall without a tripod. That is- that blew my socks off. Uh, As a landscape guy, that was super, super impressive. So I think what they're also, and they also talked a lot about those 800 and 600 lenses, how they're actually, with the stabilization, going to actually be really good lenses and you get that detail, I think they're gonna actually sell a fair amount of those to the wildlife guys. Um, And I think that's where they're suited. I think they're more specific shot, towards those guys to get that detail out of the the bird life and that with the stabilization and the ridiculously high ISO. I think it goes up to, R5 is 51,000 ISO. So, and that's what they're saying with the dynamic range and that ISO you can, with those lenses, doesn't really matter that they got the high aperture because you can just pump the ISO up and you're still gonna get an amazing image. So that's where they've validated those high f-stops. So I don't think that's going to be a problem realistically with these two cameras um, especially with the R5. Now the lens is 85f2 that's uh, gonna be what have I got that down? Oh yeah so that's 1290 bucks. Uh, the 100 to 500 is $5700. Now these are Australian prices. I'm going to give you the Canadian prices second. Okay, so I'll, I'll go through them. It. So 85 is 1290 here, 850 Canadian. Uh, 5,700 for the 100 to 500, 3,700 uh, Canadian. Uh, the 800 is 2,000 and 1250 Canadian. <laughs> I, I just still got this stuff. The 600, 59 950, and the um, 2. What do you call them? Oh, jivers. I've forgotten. What a brain! (laughs) The two converters. uh, The two times is thirteen forty, and which is eight hundred and forty Canadian and eleven hundred and ten Australian, and seven hundred bucks for the one point four. So again, massive price differences. So I'm really not sure what's going on. Um, I don't know whether Canon Australia's site has just, they've got all the wrong prices up or what they've done because they're well and truly, they're above retailers that they're selling it to in Australia and they're way above their own company in a different country that's exactly the same price as us, so, or same value of their dollar, so yeah, Weird. Uh, the ProGraph, so all those lenses, obviously we talked about them, so I won't go too much in them, but that's what we've got, so that's one, two, three, four, four lenses so far. That means we've still got more to come this year on the lens front for the RF, so there's a heap more of action in that regards that we'll see down the track. That uh, little ProGraph printer that we were waiting for, that was the 300 um, 1300 bucks Australian. I didn't actually go and check that one out in Canada. I'd sort of given up. It was a little bit depressing every time I seen how much it was more expensive here just to be in Australia. I don't know why, but anyway, um, really, really nice. Uh, Super, super rich blacks. They've got the 10 inks from the 1000 range using the same 10 inks. It's got two different blacks in it. Uh, It's got no bleeding. You can do borderless prints direct from it. Uh, Super, super easy to use. Um, You can go, or you you can do paper samples on it, so you can go through and do that. It'll basically tell it what paper to put out. It'll print out different samples for different print, for different paper on there. Before you actually print, it'll do A3 Plus, and it's a proper monochrome printer, so it gives you a really crystal clear image and the right right grays and blacks, using those two different blacks they use in, in the inks uh, for that monochrome. So looked really, really good, um, a nice, a little bit smaller, obviously $1,300, is still a lot of money for a printer, but I think what is coming out of it is uh, an exceptional bit of kit. So if you have sort of thought about um, selling your prints from home and it makes, and you want to, I guess, keep all the profit for yourself through your website. I think this is what they're aiming for. They've got those little photographers like myself uh, that are gonna be maybe, they don't wanna have to have 50 prints on a shelf somewhere that could end up being thrown in the bin because they just sit there before they sell, where basically you could print them as someone orders them, uh, get it mounted or whatever, and then just send it straight off to the customer, fresh as a daisy, hand-signed tickety boo and you cut out that sort of middleman, and you don't have a massive four or five thousand dollar investment sitting there that you have to recoup. 1300 bucks is not too bad for that pro level sort of stuff. Um so yeah that Canon wise as I said looked really good obviously the camera's amazing uh that stabilization just ridiculous um blew my socks off as I said been able to sit there and two seconds uh, basically, they're saying it, it equals out that two seconds because of the amount of stops comes back to one, one, one two five, one twenty-fifth of a second. That's how big of the stops So you go if, well. You normally shoot a one twenty-five of a second. You can now take that all the way to two seconds and still get crystal clear shots, which is just uh, and a lot of your water stuff. We want that smooth water flow is between one to two seconds. So. Except for when you need those really big long exposures, that tripod's gonna be able to stay pretty much on your bag. So it'll sit in your peak cap- capture clip and you can go handheld. And um, yeah, that's pretty darn insane, I think. Um, the footage, the 45 megapixel image uh, sensor on that, which is gonna make some amazing shots, that's really gonna take the fight to the A7R4 at Sony. Add on that the video features. A little bit disappointed the 4K isn't in RAW as well, so you can get that full good grade quality out of the 4K. Uh, I think that probably would have been better at 4K in RAW, full, uh, would have probably been a little bit better than having 8K for 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm not a super, super on the video, but um, I still think that's gonna do really well. So Sony has a big uh, deal to come back with uh, this, Ooh, probably another month or so they've got to, to work out what they're gonna put put out and uh, if it's going to be anything to beat these guys we are all in for a treat this is a consumers delight this year for technology uh, just amazing tech coming through uh, very very exciting times last but not least a uh, couple of quick updates on the iPhone 12 We've got some prices coming through for that um, they are gonna they've gone up in price even though they're getting rid of the power brick and the headphones out of the box, um, you're just going to be going up about another 50 bucks, so they'll range from seven, 750 up to 1100 US dollars, so that's 1080 up to 1600 Australian. Um, they're saying that because of the other things they've had to put in it. And we should be getting the millimetre waves five G for probably the pro models. That sort of seems to be coming back in now. And those bottom range ones are probably only going to get the um, the basic mode of the five G. But five G coming, but it might be dissected into the two groups: the pro and the not. Uh, Also, that can pretty much confirm that 120 hertz screen refresh is not coming. Uh, Multiple Max Weinbach, everything Apple Pro. There's a fair few blokes talking that uh, there was multiple tests failed on the Max model and the Pro model. So they've shit-canned it. It's not going to happen. They're going to give themselves another year to get it together and make sure it's tickety-boo. And they need to get, uh, I think, the LTPO uh, sheet that they use in the Apple Watches. That's pretty much what they need to make that happen and make it work properly, so they didn't want to rush it, they've taken about. On the good side, the 8 lens we talked to a little bit, I think, about a what not long ago, um, that may be here this year, so that new 8 lens, they're currently 7 lenses, uh, so 8 lenses, a bit more clarity in there, um, and bigger, that should be this year, so the camera is going to get a bump in the quality of the lenses, and yeah, obviously those prices have gone up. But uh, yeah, nothing... Returned back for that uh, loss of the thing, so it's probably only twenty, thirty bucks realistically. So I didn't really think it'd be too much. So I guess a fifty bucks hike isn't too bad for a decent phone, as long as it lasts. You, that's the hard part, that's the tricky part. You know, last out of them. Right, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, what a big one! I got a heap of work to do on the weekend. You have a all have a lovely week and. Have a nice drink. If you're in Victoria, try and stay sane, I guess. Uh, stuck there for another hit. That'll come into effect. And uh, Queensland's opening up, I believe, this week on the flights. I know Virgin just sent me an email just before about flights. Uh, book your trip to Queensland. So that's happening. Unfortunately, we can't get out of WA. Well, you can, but you can't get back. So, yeah, it's even ramped up even more. So, uh Yeah. Hope you all enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. And I will see you all again on Monday with maybe some more news and some maybe some possible more reviews on these five and six models. And, um, yeah, if you do know, explain to me what Canon Australia is doing with these prices because that is insanity. Radio guys, catch you all on the next one. Stay safe. I'll see you soon. Wherever you go on that way, that way, I'll catch you on Monday. Peace.